This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica. Matt. And sound guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Brewers. Oh, that's the episode. Oh, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, so we are back for another episode of Brutes. I guess this is our 88th episode now, but who's counting? Who's counting? I don't know, me. Because I really am looking forward to episode 100. We have some big things in the plan for episode 100, which happens in three months. Yeah. Three months. Three months. The to- the Save the day. The, um, <laughs> the countdown starts now, Ryan. Get the countdown machine going. We should do that. <laughs> Every week, we're going to count down. Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, happening. Awesome episode last week. Um, Liz- Hope you enjoyed that because yeah. that was like super informative. I think we all learned a ton about hops, where they come from, what they do. My mind was blown. If my love for blown. Liz didn't, I'm sorry, Nate, but if my love for Liz did not improve. Yeah, Nate, don't ex- ever leave her because so many people. We love. Love her. The both of you. Yes. I mean, Nate, we love you too. Yeah. What up? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we have an excellent episode for you this week. Um, we have you Medusa. Got- Woo-hoo, we Medusa. got Sully. What up, Sully? Thanks yeah, from uh, Hudson, Massachusetts. Yeah. We had an absolute blast. That was a great time. I drank yeah. a lot. Their beer is amazing. <laughs> did. I, I drove. Yeah, thank God. Ryan, I love when Ryan drives for, for episodes. Which is like 90% of the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I usually, when I drive for the episodes, I do it as much because then when we go out and be like, hey, can one of you guys drive <laughs> for once? <laughs> and then I I've been and driving then, a bunch lately, I feel like. Well, a couple times. I've done a couple times. Maybe when I'm not there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I also have all my Matt equipment. Doesn't drive. Yeah. Matt, Matt I doesn't hate drive. driving. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's uh, cool. But we Moving got a, on. We got a couple of cool things uh, in the works coming up. Hell yeah. Um, so Damn right. on November 21st. Put in your calendars right now. Mark it down. We are doing a live podcast. What? From Olio in Peabody. For the North Shore Craft Beer and Food Festival. Yeah, and uh, tickets are available on sale now at EssexCountyBrewing.com. Um, that event has over 20 craft beer and food um, in the North Shore. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing and time. it's unlimited. So I don't know how much the tickets are. Um, it's not a call to action. So go up to the website and make yeah, sure you check, check out. Check it out. Um, but we'll be there. Say it's going to be an awesome event. Um, I love the, the guys over at Essex County. Oh, my God. Yes. They're yes. amazing. They asked us to join, and we're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> of course. Their beer is and great. Yeah. 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 And uh, I know, like, Anonymous will be there. I know True yep. North is going to be there. Yep. Uh, so Probably anyone else <laughs> in the Peabody North Shore area. Yeah, so. like all our friends. So it's going to be um, a big us hangout. Us and our friends. And, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, going to be us and our friends and good beer, um, an even better time, and yeah. a lot it's on a Thursday night before Thanksgiving, right? I no, mean, no, a week no, before Thanksgiving. A week yeah. before Thanksgiving. But you know yeah. what it Whatever. is? It's two days before my birthday. So come out and celebrate my birthday. Hell yeah. yeah. Happy, Happy very, very, very <laughs> early birthday, Matt. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we get into the episode, what are we drinking this week? So, um,. Well, I just finished uh, my Wormtown Citrus and Sunshine, uh, which is their American Wheat Ale. And that's uh, like their summer ale. So what are you still like? No, I found harboring this. Harboring all these beers. Yeah. I found this on the Storing shelf, bro. Uh, I love Wormtown. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really good. Um, but I'm also drinking now uh, one of those Harpoons from last week. 
So good. Um, yeah, How did it hold up? It held up really well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it's still a great tasting yeah, beer. Yeah, probably my last one right now too. Yeah. Delicious. Um, and I've had actually a couple really good brews today. Um, I had that um, the mild from Small Change. Oh, yep. shout out to Small Change. Shout out to Small Change, and congrats again on getting your beer distributed through beer Night distributed Shift. Beer distributed through Night yeah. Shift. That's freaking awesome. I can't yeah. wait to get all of your beer everywhere. I know it's gonna be great. So um, I'm on the hunt for a specific beer. It kind of ties into what Ryan wants to talk about. Oh, yes. But uh, two of our former guests, Ryan, do you want to say? So two of our former guests um, has uh, won medals. At GABF. At GABF. Yeah. So, a late shout out, if you will. Yeah. Late, yeah. We found out yeah. two weeks ago, but we failed you know, to yeah, mention it. Yeah, we, we forgot to mention it on last week's episode, and I really wanted to make a point to at least spend the minute to say congratulations to both Lone Pine uh, for their bronze medal. In the juicy hazy category. Yep, in the juicy hazy category. First New England brewery. Yeah, first New England brewery I mean, to knows win that. How many actually applied to that category, but still. That's That's don't minimize That's it. Awesome. Yeah, don't minimize that <laughs> because <laughs> I'm super, I'm super, super no, happy. We for them. are super happy. For um, we love That's everyone great. from over there. Yeah. And then our and then friend Andy, Andy at Castle Island, Yay! which I'm so excited for. Yeah, uh, Andy at Castle Island. They're they Bohemian won Shine the, Pilsner. Yeah. Oh, Such a good. That beer. is the beer I'm searching for. Fine wine, Andy. I know you listen, so yeah. I haven't been able to find me. it. Yeah. I literally yeah. haven't been able to find yeah, it. Yeah, I. I wonder if it's like a brewery only. It can't be. That'd it can't be. Awful. And if it I is, went to three different liquor stores today to try to find it, um, and it, one of them was Total Wine. So, and if it is Janine, Andy, I know you guys listen. Distribute that to me. Yeah, seriously. Hashtag uh, how like how many cases can you uh, bring us? <laughs> and I yeah, guarantee seriously. our listeners are going to turn off when I tell them what I'm drinking right oh. now. I am drinking a double milk stout with chocolate sandwich <laughs> cookie. Um, but right? it's, it's from right. our friends definitive up oh, in Portland. Okay. Well, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be good. Um, I am taking the first sip right now. <gasps> the first sip. Here we go. It was an aggressive first sip. Oh, <laughs> that, that was a long pause. That I don't know. Was like, uh, I always, uh, every, anytime someone's like, I love Oreos, right? And, and chocolate sandwich, chocolate sandwich cookies sound like Oreos, right? <laughs> kind sure. of. Sure. Doesn't taste like Oreos, but it does oh. taste like a chocolate ice cream sandwich. Oh well, uh, yeah. Similar. I hate dessert stouts. I'm gonna try this. Yeah, try it, man. Just because I really like Definitive. Me too. Uh, Erica, what are you drinking this week? Oh yeah, I was just saying. I'm just finishing up my uh, Harpoon Freshy. Oh, they're so good. So good. So we did. Um, go I more. see what you're talking yes. about. Um, it has that kind of. Does Ryan not hate this? No, he probably still hates it. No, I hate it. Oh, okay, but, sorry. <laughs> but I taste. I, I, I get it what he's like saying. Tastes like the ice cream sandwich. Yeah, but I I, I can kind of taste on the very like middle of that sip it around. that Oreo kind of uh, that like powder powder like Oreo powder. Mm. If Oreo is like crumbled up so much into a powder form, mm. that's what I got. So we did find out what um, oh, yes. the hopping for the south of, uh, of Satan's kingdom um, from our friend Pat. Uh, so this is the, yeah, this is the harpoon beer. Um, yeah. So uh, yep. it, the hops are put in a hopback, uh, which is a vessel with screens that you can put, pack full of whole cone hops. And after the boil and the whirlpool step, you pump the still hot wort through the vessel yep. before the heat exchanger on the way to the fermenter. Yeah. Well, and we found out that the hops are Cascade. Yeah. Cascade hops. 
Yeah. Awesome beer. Yeah. I said uh, hops weird. Awesome beer from awesome people. <laughs> um, Live life. What is it? Love beer. Love life. That's right. Uh, so we. Well done, Harpoon. Now have our mystery beer and we can. Uh, <gasps> can we officially say oh my God, that we are all. Is it mystery beer time? Are we all uh, certified? Certified? <laughs> are you certified yet? No. no uh, me neither. Oh no, we have <laughs> Ryan. We have to do it this week. I know. All right. Wait, bye. is it this week or is it two oh, weeks? Oh, it's Ryan. Up. Ryan. Ryan. We have to report back for next week that we are certified. So I don't know. We're gonna have I'm a study in... sesh, and we're coming over, and yeah. we're just doing it. Ryan, we but have I'm to doing do it. And doing it. No, Ryan. And no excuse. It. You just have to do and it. Doing it. Okay. We've let our listeners down for weeks. Erica did it like. I'm Erica's, the only one. <laughs> it's like midterms. Erica got her midterm done and is not stressed all semester. Now we're we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You guys are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> we're not fucked. Come oh. on. Oh. All right. Um, but before you're we move fucked on, fucked up. Don't forget, shout out if you are in pink boots or if you're not and you're a woman in the beer industry, fucking join because it's fucking awesome. And we're having our end of the year soiree. At Brado. Whoop, whoop. Yum. And that is on November 10th. Yum because of food. Because they're food and beer. And so yeah, you get food and beer, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So come on down. And um, we met so many awesome fans of our podcast this weekend at the True North two year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Gary, shout Seth, out. Jenna, all the people, Katrina, all of our Nate, fans um, there. And our friends that work at True fans North. And yeah. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, love you guys. It's awesome what you guys are doing. Congratulations on two years. Here to a thousand more years. They have one. Of the, <laughs> they have, they have some of the best beer tenders there. Do I want to say at yeah. True North. They, yeah. They're super, super knowledgeable and friendly people. I will say, and someone actually told me recently, just to reaffirm, they have like the cleanest brewery. Period. Oh, they're like they're, they're like yeah. yeah their yeah. bar area is completely spotless yeah shout it's out insane. to them i don't know what they do but a lot of the great oh, job yeah, man a lot of attention to detail <laughs> um all right cool so the beer that we have this week i do not know about and ryan no does one not knows know about, about it. well yes. you know about it erica uh, i do actually i, I know one thing um it's in my new remnant uh 16 remnant? yeah which remnant actually does not smell like it one. does not smell like so a brand new koozie, so maybe it's <laughs> not brand new. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, fucking everyone from Remnant. Come on, man. Give me a nice no, new No, I koozie. think it's just what it's made out of. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I'm super excited because yeah. now I own my own 16 ounce. Whoop, whoop. Anyway, right, go for it, Erica. What are you going to say? Oh, no. I'm just That's your mystery beer, and it's oh, amazing. Great. So check it out. Crack it, Ryan. Crack I'm gonna, it. I'm going to crack it. Crack it. Crack it. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. No, we're just cracking. <laughs> Every time, Ryan. Every. The fizzly end. Damn. 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 Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was not a Family Guy reference, was it? I mean, All right, I, just I don't drink. know any hey, other Moving way. on. God. God. <laughs> what does it smell like? Honestly, I don't know. I have not had this beer. I have no idea. I mean, I know what it is, but like, I don't know what it's gonna taste like. <laughs> He's taking a lot of sniffs. I'm gonna try. Yeah, it. because it's a really weird smell. <laughs> I can't. It's like kind of like Can I smell minty. Yes. It's oh, almost like what? Yeah, it's like it has a really weird. I don't know. I can't. I mean, I haven't tasted it, but. I don't think this is actually packaged out and out in the world yet. I think this is like an experimental thing from a brewery right now. 
No, no, I'm going to just go ahead and taste it. I don't know. It tastes like high C to me. (laughs) And that's like a terrible thing to say. No, no, that's not bad. It means it's juicy, kind of, right? It's not beer. It doesn't taste like beer. Your face is weird. It tastes like juice. Yeah, that doesn't taste like beer. Can I try it again? Wait, yeah. Can you just share this again? Because, again, I haven't tried it yet either. I just know what it is. I don't know what that tab- that flavor on the back end is. I need to try it one more time in order to see if I can. Is that like pineapple? Oh, my God. Like- it does taste like high C. It tastes like high C. Oh, that's crazy. Pineapple, maybe. Pineapple. pineapple. pineapple it's definitely and mango. pineapple and mango, for sure. And you know what the beer is. I do. Why'd you say that? No, no, that's, that's I don't know what flavors flavor. are in it, but I'm agreeing with like the pineapple and mango. I just know what the style is. I don't even is know it what a the goza? style is. It a goza? No, but you're on the right track. Is it a sour? Actually, I could see why you think it's a goza. Yeah, because I do yeah. taste a little bit of salt. Yeah, so yeah. it is a sour IPA. Interesting. Okay. And it's something okay. that is Mighty, it Mighty Squirrel, Squirrel is I was going to say that's something right I figured. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. So. I like this a lot. Can we, uh, Actually, I can don't we, hate it. It's, can we reveal again, what it is? Is it? It's a beer. Yeah, no, it's right. a beer. Um, I don't. It's not. Again, it's something that's experimental. Oh, it's a blank. Is I it have, a blank can? It's a blank can. Um, I have a friend who works at Mighty Squirrel, and he came by and get, dropped out some beers recently. Sour. It's a sour double IPA. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a double IPA. Okay. With what? With fruit. Fuji, maybe. Oh, I don't know what that. Guava. 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 That's guava. Guava. That's that that's a G. Sense. Your friend needs to know how. That's an F. All right. I don't know if he wrote on those cans, man. Yeah, that's a guava. <laughs> that's guava. But anyway, yeah. um, that's good. Go them. All right. Let me just say this. Mighty Squirrel makes some great sours. Hmm. You, okay. I really like their sours. Oh, you like the, the sour case? Yeah. The pucker up or whatever. I love all okay. of their. I would fucking, agree. Their uh, their pucker up was not mango, terrible. Mango, lassi, the kiwi. I love I love their sours. Well, I'm glad. No, uh, this is good. This and is, this is uh, really good. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty it's, fun. Again, it's like a high C. It I, tastes like high C. Yeah, no, it totally <laughs> does. But I don't, I don't hate it. I don't get like the hoppy anything. In so it. I'm gonna be well. Uh, it's a no. Well, yeah, it's definitely it's, stronger than the sour. So I'm gonna be yeah. 100 percent honest with you. And sorry to Naveen and all the and the the crew wow, over at aggressive uh, at uh. Whoa. What are you gonna say? I thought it was a seltzer. What? <laughs> no, no. Yes. definitely not. Yes. I don't get seltzer from that at all. I don't either. Matt's oh, crazy. I do not get seltzer. seltzer from this. No. The flavor of the guava just being so present and actually a flavor of guava. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought that. I'm crazy. sorry. Guava. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what. That's what that. That's what that's what that, that's what I was tasting. mango, like same kind of idea. It's, I really it's like tropical. That. I really do like that a lot. Well, great job. You guys are crazy. <laughs> it's good. Don't get me wrong. It is good. All right. Uh, so we've kind of hit everything right now. So before we get we to our hit hard. episode with our friend Sully from Medusa, we'll have a word from all sponsors. And until next week. Cheers. Cheers. This week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BREWROOTS for $5 off your first box. Head on over to ShirtsOnTap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that? Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. 
Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey. And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code BREWROOTS to get 10% off your next order. Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today. Craft Beer Cellar is a family of brick-and-mortar craft beer retail stores offering amazing beer, hospitality, and beer education. Beer is a creation of craft hundreds of years old, still evolving. Its creators are artisans using simple ingredients to create something inspiring, eye-opening, and revolutionary. Craft beer is more than ABV, IBU, and haze. It's about passion, community, and craft. Craft Beer Cellar works hard to find these artisanal producers in every community across the globe, and they encourage the purchase of singles of any beer, allowing you to sample and explore some of these breweries. Visit a Craft Beer Cellar location near you, explore new beers, and shop for some of the most extensive selections in all of New England. You'll find them throughout eastern Massachusetts in Amesbury, Belmont, Braintree, Newton, Norfolk, Plymouth, and Westford, Nashville, New Hampshire, and Waterbury, Vermont, in addition to New York, D.C., Virginia, North Carolina, Florida, Mississippi, Louisiana, Missouri, Michigan, Wisconsin, Texas, and California. For hours and directions to a craft beer cellar near you, visit craftbeercellar.com. That's craftbeercellar.com. Oh, wow, that was really cool, Ryan. I heard some, like, accounting for us, like, yeah, or like 100%. a band, like, yeah. one, two, three, metronome. four. Metronome, man. Yeah. <laughs> so and, uh, scientific. We're here <laughs> in Hudson, Massachusetts, um, home of, who knows local landmarks around here? What's, like, local around Hudson? I don't even know. Medusa. What, besides Medusa. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys spoiled my thunder. I was going to go through all the history of Hudson, but oh. we'll just get to the meat and potatoes. Yeah, we're here at Medusa Brewing in lovely Hudson, Mass. And uh, I can confidently report the pollen level is just as bad as it was where we came from. So Yeah. Yes. And it's people. Brutal. Yellow cars everywhere. Yeah, yellow cars pretty everywhere. Pretty much. I mean, we're here with Sully. Uh, one of the co-owners at Medusa. And uh, thank you for taking some time out of your day to do this. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, so we always start the podcast off by asking your role here. And by the looks of your website, I know you have multiple roles here <laughs> at Medusa. Um, and your first memory of beer. My first memory of beer, yeah. Well, let me go to the roles while I remember that first memory because that's way back. Um, <laughs> I, it, I started this with... Two, uh, two other partners, and um, <clears throat> our roles sort of initially were, you know, Keith Antle takes care of the beer, I take care of the, the sales and marketing, and Tom Sutter takes care of the, you know, business finance side, the number crunching, the accounting. And, um, you know, our roles have sort of morphed since then, but we've all sort of stayed in our lanes, um, and it's made our partnership work really well. I've added on you know, all the marketing stuff, the, the staff I've, I've always done, but I do a lot of business development now, um, project management, trying to grow the company, help envision where we're going next, all the web stuff. Um, I work closely with a lot of our managers to do our events and whatnot, so I'm still, I got hands in everything. It's, I wish I could just do, like, the social media and photography, but... <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, yeah, it's fun. Um, but, uh, you know, we have a business to run, so... I try to, you know, pick up the slack wherever I need to. Yeah. Um, and my first legal memory of beer, 
um, that Thank really you. matters. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> not that it matters. I, uh, I remember um, this guy I worked with, Mark, kept telling me I got to try craft beer. It was probably 2005, maybe, 2006 or something. And, uh, you know, we would go down to the Horseshoe, which is right behind where we're sitting right now, Horseshoe Pub, because we worked in Marlboro. Solid pub. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and um, I had tried, like, Rogue Dead Guy here and there. And yeah. I was uh, sort of into it, but I still preferred my, like, you know, the easy light lagers and stuff. Um, I was fresh out of college. But um, he gave me a uh, Omegang Abbey Ale. Oh, wow. Ooh. I took that home, and I was like, what is this thing? Cork and Cage, which I didn't even know what that meant at the yeah. time. Yeah, Um and it popped that top, and it was I was by myself, and I enjoyed that bottle to the fullest. It was um, an eye-opening experience, very enlightening. And ever since then, I never went back, which That's I thought awesome. was pretty cool because it wasn't like this planned thing. I just tried it, and it was Definitely. so killer. So I drank so much Omegang that summer, <laughs> ate so much cheese because I figured, oh, yeah, salty, like, cheese yep, yep. and this and that. And I got really into it, and then... 40 pounds later. 40 pounds <laughs> later, yeah. And my bank account was going down, and then the next summer... Armsby Abbey in Worcester Ooh, opened. Yep, nice. Yep. Yep. And I could walk there. So I was Dangerous. depositing my paychecks yes, there. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> and then my brother turned 21 and it turned into this whole thing. And I actually wound up meeting, you know, my business partners through Armsby Abbey. Oh, cool. Um, Tom. So you guys weren't friends beforehand. You nope. literally just met because you're bar buddies, I guess. So, well, <laughs> yeah. So Armsby kind of like after the fact tightened us all up because, um, I, I started working with Keith Antle, and okay. he was connected with Armsby, and then we met Tom, who was connected with Armsby, and we never knew that we were all connected yep. Yep. Uh, until sort of after the fact. That's so awesome. So it's pretty cool. cool. That nice. place has always got like a spot in our hearts. Definitely. So uh, I'm guessing when you had your first Omegang, you were, didn't say, oh, I want to open a brewery. This is uh, it. <laughs> what was kind of like, what was plan A? Like, what did you go to college for, and... What was yeah. your inter like? Why, why? How did you get here? I I went to college uh, in Boston for computer networking was my degree I believe Fancy. something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah and I always thought I'd be a you know techie um, I was I I was doing technology for a financial institution and then worked my way into project management and then got really excited about the other side of that the vendor side so I started working for um, a technology provider <clears throat> long story short. They had me, uh, they told me this other guy, Keith, was going to get a job here, and he liked beer. And I was like, oh. And that's how I met <laughs> oh, cool. Keith Ansel, my okay. business partner. I'm yep. Keith Sullivan, or Sully, and he's Keith Ansel. Yep. So we, uh, you know, we started hitting the road together. I had to train him on a couple jobs, and turns out he lived in Worcester. I lived in Worcester. We carpooled together. Yep. Um, we both loved beer. He was some kind of, you know, you know, uh, wizard in the in the in the brewing scene in Worcester Um, everybody knew Keith he was like you know the big home brewer in Worcester Um, and uh, so we just kept talking and talking and spun up some ideas I had always wanted to own a bar Um, I always had fun in bars I always loved bar atmosphere for sure Um, and uh, I thought that you know maybe someday I'll stop flying around the country and maybe just open up a bar so I told him and that was the same year that the uh Massachusetts legislature passed that the, the bill, rooms, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. The bill yep. that allowed tap rooms. Very so cool. we, he the said, how, right yeah, right. he was yeah. like, how about we do both? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I've always wanted to, to open a brewery. I've been brewing for like 10 years. And yeah. so yeah, fast forward, we met Tom business plan, put some cash together, got some investors. Um, 
but for the most part, this is all friends and family. We built it over That's the awesome. course of 12 yeah. months. Yeah, it was very cool. When did uh, Medusa become less of a pipe dream and more of a reality? What year are we talking? Well, we opened in 2015 um, after an incredibly painstaking um, build-out because we ran out of money like five times, maybe. Oh, um, <laughs> we hear that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And we, <laughs> we, Even Night Shift ran out of money. It's yeah, weird. yeah. And we knew that we were going to be one of the first tap rooms to actually For open. Sure. Yeah. Um, and now everyone has one, but we knew that if we busted onto this scene, it had to be mm-hmm. spectacular, at least to yeah. our standards. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, because we were opening on Main Street in Hudson, which was just starting to become known for the rail trail, yep. flatbread company, nothing else was really going on except for that and the horseshoe and a couple other old spots downtown. Um, but we knew that if we were going to do this, it had to be very impressive. Go big or go home. Yeah, because yeah. it's on Main Street. You know, um, everybody's thinking it's going to be a couple kettles in a garage, cold, <laughs> uninviting environment. Yeah, yeah. What is and this so, craft beer? Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we really had to put our heads together and build something warm and inviting. So what, what you're sitting in now is what we envisioned as like one of our perfect like watering holes. Like if it was a brewery, how would we want it to look? And that's. Yeah. Yeah, it's really inviting awesome. when we walked in. It's sure. really, really Thank nice, you. Yeah. cozy. Um, yeah, I love all the big uh, windows in the front. Yeah, the windows, yeah. the natural light coming yep. in, it's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. feels good to be in here. And um, yeah, it was really hard to, to put it together. But that was 2015, we opened. And then I think it took us about a year and a half to finally have that, you know, oh my gosh, like this thing Moment. actually works. Yeah. It's yeah. not just a hobby. Yeah. And um Keith left his job right away because it was, you know, we were wow. both burning the candle. We're, we all of us were burning the candles at both ends. And uh, you guys are unbelievable. <laughs> um, Just our fans. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fans. Fans. Exactly. yeah, thousands of fans. No, we do this to each other all day long. If, if someone's in a meeting, there's someone in the back of the room flipping making the bird, faces, yeah. flipping the bird, <laughs> nice. doing weird stuff. Sounds um, like a good brewery. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it took us about a year and a half to realize that is this a hobby or is this serious? And we have employees mm-hmm. and we're making beer. Yeah. Keith is full time. Yeah. And I was starting to have like anxiety attacks. <laughs> I'm flying around the country selling this incredibly complex software. And working your hearts to, here. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, schedule employees. My wife's helping me with the calendar. It was all <laughs> hands on deck. And I was just like, if we can afford, afford me, you know, and like I can like live yeah. off this somehow, we can make it work then. Yep. And that was kind of like a year and a half in. Wow. Nice. So then, um, kind of backtracking a bit towards that, did either of you, or I guess mostly Keith, did he get any education, or was it just a, he was a home brewer for 10 years, and then he was this? That. Um, but <clears throat> it was sort of that, I guess. He doesn't have any formal education, per se, but he started home brewing a long time ago. Like, so now yeah. we're probably 14 in. Yeah. And he was brewing... Um, I think he got into all grain very shortly after he started home brewing. And then soon after that, he was in the Worcester Wizards. I think he was okay. the vice president or the president of that homebrew club. Yeah. And was submitting lots and lots of beer to competitions, competitions because the advice yeah. he got was, yeah. So the internet was already obviously thing. roaring then, but <laughs> the, the education you could get on the internet for brewing wasn't quite there. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of what Keith learned was through feedback from competitions. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And so over like, I don't know, eight or nine years, he had collected about 130 or 140 Damn. best yeah. of show. That's and awesome. Top wow. awards. And that's cool. 
a lot of his wheelhouse was classic styles, mm -hmm. continental styles, stuff that you still kind of see that in your menu today. Yeah, too, like which we're, is we're nice. drinking here. Yeah. Um, well, not the coffee pour. Yeah. It's, it's not super classic, but Sorry. you know, the dump beer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the dunkel. It, it's um, so that's kind of where he yeah. cut his teeth was yeah. on those really hard to do. As, yeah, those are difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So clean, so simple. And um, so. Yeah, that's that's sort of I think a lot from feedback. He worked mm -hmm. a little bit um, with Dave Richardson at Gardner Alehouse. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Learned how to run that shop, and he had always had a great relationship with Ben Roche from Worcester. So he and Ben, yep. he had helped Ben brew a little bit when Wormtown first opened, um, and at a previous business Ben had started. Mm -hmm. um, they also brewed the Pro Am Porter together, which in I think it's won a couple GABF medals. Cool. But the first year they did it, I believe it won a silver or bronze in the Pro-Am competition. Yeah. Um, so he, he had some professional experience, but yeah. not actually running it. Right. And he's done a great job with, mm. you know, supply Clearly. chain and yeah, yeah, yeah. the brewing. And Do you remember the first time uh, Keith gave you one of his home brews? Was it kind of a, oh, shit, I need to <laughs> do this with him? Or was it like... Uh, it's just a homebrew, whatever. No, no. I we I had always had low expectations for homebrew. Um, <laughs> and uh, As many do, I he think. actually, it, it's a funny story. He had actually got me my first homebrew kit. It was through a rigged competition at a company holiday party where nice. I think someone won the kit, but they were like, I don't want it. And yeah. I said, I'll take it. Yep. And he came over to teach me how to use it. But the first time I had his homebrew, um, I don't remember if it was just gave me a bottle or two, but my my like vivid memory was um, <clears throat> going to his house in Worcester where, you know, him and his wife had kind of become known for hosting these uh, Labor Day and Memorial Day parties at yeah. their house where he would tap like 10 to 15 beers. Oh, oh, that's awesome. All homebrew. Yep. And like the yep. who's who of the Worcester beer scene yep. was, was there, like <laughs> Alec Lopez and Sherry Sadowski yeah. and the whole, uh, it's that crazy mustard guy, if you know Worcester. Um, oh. Uh, he used to make mustard with Keith's beer. Yeah. But were, like the who's who was kind of there. And um, I remember just being blown away by this IPA that he made. And it was so like, like New England IPAs had not even hit the map yet. But it was yeah. just this perfectly piney, awesome. I think it was called, uh, it was called like Hop Fiend or something, which we wanted mm -hmm. to use here, but someone had already used that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. But yeah, I just I remember being yeah. lit up by that. And then his 80 shilling. Which is one of his like cl like homebrews that everybody knew him for it was a Scottish export that he yeah. did. Mm. Oh, so we which, gotta try that today. Yeah, yeah. and that's on tap. <laughs> right is that now. the Moffat? Yep, yeah. Moffat, and it's that's the awesome. same, pretty much the same recipe, just adjustments for the water that we had to make for Hudson. So cool. and yeah. yeah, he's that was the first beer we brewed here. Is our like oh, a really? cal calibration yeah. brew? Yeah, <clears throat> do a lot of the recipes that are brewed here. I mean, I think I'm reading between the lines, but is Laser Cat Hop Fiend? Or is it not? No. It's not. Okay. I think Hot Fiend was... Um, yeah, I tried. <laughs> we, we brewed it, and we found out someone else had already used it. It was one of the first... I, I think it was the first IPA we brewed here. Okay. It was one of his old homebrew recipes, and we found out that uh, someone had already picked it. So we're like, what the hell are we going to call this thing right. now? And um, that was the first time we had experienced that. We've experienced that thousands of times. I can imagine then, at but, this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> while we were transferring it, I think he got a notification on his phone that uh, Leonard Nimoy had passed away, the guy who played uh, Spock yes. yeah. on Star Trek. So we ended up calling the beer Prosperous. Yep. Oh, nice. Uh, which was our first IPA. And that's gone through a number of different sort of revamps. Revamps. Yep. And, uh, Iterations. It, yeah. yeah we're, we're coming out with a Blood Orange uh, version Ooh, of that in a couple cool. of weeks. That sounds so, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So good. then, um, how about your name? Like, how did you come like, up with yeah. Medusa? 
it was available, so we. We 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 were going back. It was funny. We had this whole business plan put together. It looked great. We had everybody on board. We didn't need a bank. We were, you know, ready to start pitching this to you know inve- possible investors, investors yeah. whatever. But we didn't have a name. Yeah. And so Tom and I remember going back and forth and thinking of those names that we picked were so dumb. And Keith <laughs> never even spoke up. He never even said, "Here, here's an idea for a name." He's, yeah. He just kind of remained silent as Tom and I are going back and forth. <laughs> How about this? How about that? Yep. And I'm, I'm making graphics for these stupid, stupid brewery names. Um, and uh, and then Keith just one day we're sitting at um, we're sitting at a bar. I think we're sitting at the Rail Trail. And he, out of, I think it was even out of his pocket, he pulls out this printout, which is the exact logo we have today, oh, and just totally nonchalantly, he's like, well, I made this up a couple of years ago for a beer label. <laughs> and wow, Tom, thanks. Tom, Tom and I look at each other and we're like, this is perfect. Are you yeah. kidding me? And yeah. I, think, I think the Pulled only change out. we made was he added brewing company to yep. the bottom of it. Yep. That's yep. hilarious. So we picked That's that. Awesome. It's, it's mysterious. Um, yeah, no, totally. Is there any meaning behind it or nothing? Well, we kind of like to say that, um, you know, uh, Medusa, the Gorgon sister, went through a quite the change. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. There's a pretty, you know, pretty controversial reason why she became a monster. Uh, we could skip past that yeah. for the P- uh, in case PG listeners listening. But um, <laughs> all the 13 to 14 year old beer drinkers. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right, yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> Thank you. But anyways, yeah, she went through this uh, pretty rough thing where she was like this beautiful, gorgeous woman, and then she got cursed. Um, uh, and became so incredibly hideous and heinous as the curse that mm-hmm. she would, you know, turn people to stone. Don't look at them in but the eyes. So yeah. we, we kind of like look at that spectrum there, and um, <clears throat> that's kind of it. Kind of like applies to the the spectrum of beer that we make. You make you really know, hideous beer. Yeah, hideous <laughs> beer, beautiful beer. Still going. Um, you know, so you know, our Blondales are like the, uh, the the light table beers that we make, all the way down to these, you know, somewhat you know, soured, mm-hmm. oak aged mm. things we we dabble in here and there. And I'm not necessarily saying those beers are ugly, but <laughs> it covers the spectrum. Yes, yeah. for but sure, for sure. Long story short, the name is great. It matches our personality somewhat. I love the story of Medusa and you know what you can do with that. It doesn't have a location tied to it. Right. It looks awesome on a chalkboard. Yeah. Medusa, you yeah. know. It's so. kind of, and, and I'm not saying, oh, you guys like Madonna, but it's like, it's not Medusa, like to me, I've never been like, I'm going to Medusa Brewing Company. It's very like, I'm going to Medusa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was a single. It's funny, I was just thinking about that last night. I, every time we do these ads or, you know, posts, I'm always like, come down to Medusa Brewing. And I'm like, no one else says that. So why do I keep saying that? Yeah. Yeah. It's Medusa. It's, yep. it's there is Medusa. no other. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I think a lot of people put the brewing company. We see it, like Jack's Abbey Brewing. It's Jack's yeah. Abbey Brewing Company or something like yeah. that. But nobody yeah. calls Jack's it. Go to Jack's. Yeah. No. Same thing. Let's go to Jack's, Jack's Abbey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Let's go yeah. to Castle Island. Yep. Let's go to yeah. Trillium. Yep. Yeah. Exhibit yeah. A. You, I don't. I don't even yeah. think of yeah. that. I'm always like brewing company. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, we know you brew. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. we know you at have this, beer at this point. But at this point, like your name has become synonymous with like knowing that it's a brewery. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's cool. Yeah. So, the beer that you guys are known for, though, is probably um, Laser Laser Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, (laughs) That is kind of a juxtaposition to all the beers that we're drinking right now. It makes up for me. It makes absolutely no sense. What are you drinking? I have the uh, New England IPA, the the, Cup of Wonder. Yeah, Cup of Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Laser Cat makes no sense at all. Is this just kind of your way of 
keeping the populace happy and you know paying the bills. No, no, this is no. just a thing. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. Tell us. Okay, just, well, tell yeah. us the story. Yeah, we, Come uh, on. <laughs> so we were uh, a couple months away from opening, and we had to. We're in a historic district, so we had to go up in front of the historic commission um, to get our storefront of course, or a yeah. signage, nice. our signage yeah. concept yeah, approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we just like you know go back as you can see right now, just them jumping and making faces at me we just heckle each other all day long yeah. so we're all at our day jobs and i had photoshopped the signage onto the storefront and said guys this is what i'm submitting yeah you know looks good right and keith always has something you know funny to add in it's just the slapstick you know <laughs> yeah. and uh he goes uh i think it needs a small change he's like let me hold on a second and so he sends this image back where it's the same storefront, but there's a giant cat screaming on the roof <laughs> with, with lasers shooting out. That's so awesome. And uh, it was kind of before the whole laser cat thing. Yeah, was yeah, super, yeah. yeah. So uh, we were laughing a little bit. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But um, <laughs> Did you submit it with that? No. no. I wish we did. <laughs> we still to this day are like, if we get... if we. If there's enough like disposable income around here, we're gonna get like an yeah. inflatable cat yes. and shoot like Hell, yeah. actual lasers out yeah. of it. That'd be so but cool. uh, <laughs> we posted it on our social media when we were really, really still getting going. Right. Um, and we're just like I'd never experienced anything that went like crazy, but mm -hmm. we posted it and it had like more likes than anything that we had ever posted up to that point. We're like, wow. Yeah. Why do, Gotta do something with this. Are, yeah. So Keith just like everyone was like, you need to make a beer called that. Yeah. And Keith said as a joke, you know, we opened up and a few months later he we brewed like it sort of is kind of the ideal double IPA for us. Like we're big fans of balanced beer, mm -hmm. um, really, really um, lovers of that West Coast style, mm -hmm. especially Pliny the Elder. Um Love the early on Alchemist, uh, Heady Topper revisions. For yeah. sure. And we, were, we tried to design an IPA that would be, you know, not quite New Englandy, so not like, because that was just starting to get going, mm. believe it or not. Um, and, uh, but it wasn't super West Coasty either. So Laser Cat kind of found a nice balance in between. You've got this good malt body to it, but this really nice kind of citrusy berry uh, hop characteristic going on. And the beer was a hit. And I think a lot of it has to do with the name, but it kind of morphed into something more when we reached out to this um, this uh, Japanese artist. Well, he's a I think he's an Irishman living in Japan, Patrick Gannon. Yeah. Let's give him a shout out. Check him out on uh, Instagram. But he does all this cut paper art. Yeah. And uh, that's what's on the can right yeah. now. Is actually it's all cut paper on like fabric. Cool. So that's sort of like lifted into this whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of see. You know, Medusa's over here, and we have a lot of brands that seem to follow the theme of Medusa one way or another. We, we always vowed never to, like, theme our beer after Greek mythology, because right. that just gets so <laughs> okay. kitschy, if yeah. you will. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no Zeus ale or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know, because you run out of ideas, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Laser Cat just kind of is this outlying That's brand, awesome. um, and it's become its own thing. It's, it really is. We can't yeah. make enough of it. Um <laughs> That's a good problem to have, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, we never know what's going to happen with it because it's not quite the, you know, it's not quite the super hype IPA of today. Yeah. But it's not quite the old school one that people are starting to shy away from yeah. a little bit. It's, it's just a huh. laser cat. It's a laser cat, you know? yeah. Maybe, it's a, maybe the Brewers Association will make a category yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> Laser cat pale ale. I guess uh, a good follow-up to that is we do see a lot of trends in beer. <clears throat> Um, and you mentioned it's not the today IPA. 
Yeah. But I think you could go and ask 15 different people what they think the beer today is, and you'll <laughs> get 15 different answers. Um, what do you think the hottest trend is right now in, in brewing that you're seeing? I, I think the hottest trend right now um, is trying to find the next trend. Yeah. I see a lot of breweries doing things that are, you know, um, just really out there, and, and I commend them for it. Crazy stuff. Um, to try to figure out, at least in our region, what the next thing is going to be. And, you know, amongst the brewer circles, we don't know if it's going to go towards super clean beer, like the pills thing that's going on in Brooklyn. Summer of Colts. That's what we hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or if it's going to, you know, see what happened to Denver and go totally lacto on us yeah. And, and, yeah. and see a lot of sour beer. And um, um, But my thought is, and what I'm seeing in our own taproom is that... Um, uh, a lot of these classic styles, I think people are so IPA'd out. Um, and they'll still drink them. Like, a lot of people come in for first-choice beers. Like, all right, Medusa for the first time. Start with an IPA. Yeah, let me let me yeah. get the wheels kicked and, yeah. and, and moving. Let's let's go with something I know, an right. IPA, see how right. their IPA game is. Yeah, that's like a familiar flavor. Yep. Yeah. But when we first started doing a lot of IPAs, it was the second and the third beer. Or if they're a flight, it's all hops. You know, mm-hmm. IPA, double IPA, um, American Pale Ale, dry hops. Yeah. And occasionally you see someone throwing like a dry hop saison that we do. But what I'm seeing a lot of now is um, like Dampf beer, what you're drinking. So cool. It is sold unbelievably fast. Really? And I've never even like, I feel like seen this anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's For a style wise. Yeah. It's, it's not a very popular style. It doesn't have the wheat in it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's super old school um it was never even brewed a lot it's just a style that's been recorded um i don't know and again i'm not a brewer but i don't know if many breweries in the world that are actually making it none that i know anyways Um, it's just an old school style um like the 80 shilling i'm drink uh, i was drinking earlier today um uh, Dunkel is definitely more popular yeah but what we're starting to see is that people are just like they're not afraid by Dampf beer. They ask the question, <laughs> yeah. what is this? Because yep. I've had so much IPA and no yep. matter what brewery I go to, it's not going to be much different than the last. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So what is this? So what I'm saying is people are starting to, it's almost kind of experiment. Yeah. yeah. But Explore. they're not experimenting with yeah. experimental beer. They're no. just like, Oh, <laughs> look at this classic yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I want to expand my beer knowledge. So sure. you mean there's not oh. just one kind of beer? Yeah. What? I mean, what? we wouldn't dare package this. <laughs> yeah. I would never package this. Oh, that man, would be, but if you did. It would be, it, it's, <laughs> but, it's just so funny. I mean, like the tap room, I think we see it a lot in our area too. There's a lot of Pilsner and Lager forward beers mm-hmm. in our area, yeah. and they're yeah. trying to keep those German styles yeah. alive. Yeah. Really hoping they're, 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 they're in the, our area. Yeah, yeah and, and they're in the same predicament. Like, yeah, we can't yep. sell this. We'd love to sell it, but you yeah. know, our tap rooms, uh, it yeah. works great because yeah. you got that yeah. curious person yeah. who's here for a few right. or yeah. a flight. And um, yeah. Now, if you were to ship a log of this out to a local place, do you think it would have the same regards than being on the on the shelf? Because, I mean, I, if you're reading the description at a, yeah. at a restaurant at a bar somewhere yeah i mean yeah I, yeah i mean it would have, you have to choose the place correctly you know you can't just do a, a bar that already has 40 something the beers 99 on tap, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah so. exactly um which is funny you said that because we just <laughs> shipped it to a bar with 40 something beers really? on tap. yeah the boynton restaurant yeah the boynton house. restaurant yes. in worcester we've known for a long time and they um always have a good yeah. yeah, they've got great yeah. pizza. Yeah. It's yeah. pub it's pub food, but yeah. they reached out and they're like, We want 
a half barrel of that awesome. Dump beer. That's awesome. So really? random, but so cool. So, that, so to, I will answer. I can get back to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah to no, see I'd, be, I'd be really curious. If they totally poured one or two yeah. pints yeah. of it, or, yeah. Yeah. or it's gone. Um, it's bone I mean, dry, we need another. Yeah, yeah. I, I run sound at a, um, a restaurant up in New Hampshire, and there's 40 beers on tap, and it's always like the, the hidden gems that like people just don't buy because they're afraid to ask the question yeah. because mm-hmm. it's in a completely different environment than if you're at the brewery. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get back to so, yeah. We're so yeah, we're not concerned for it, but like, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to do because it's not going to be listed with a description like that. It's just right. going to say yeah, right. Yep, yep. So, so, so you mentioned before, um, you guys kind of try to go against the grain. So in the summer, we're in the summer months. We're in June right now. You have a coffee I, porter, I see a lot of dark right? beers. Yeah. yeah, a lot of dark. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. Is that just because what that's what Keith wants to brew, or is that what the demand here at Medusa is? Um, it, it's it's both. Um, I would say that. Some of it has to do with the ebb and flow of running a brewery. And like a lot of tap rooms today, we are trying to do something we're not made for, which is be a packaging facility. Okay. Um, you know, we're, we've been ramping up our packaging quite a bit and in dealing with the demand on the brewery from that, as well as the demand on the tap room, which is putting, you know, stress on the brewery. Um, it, it just depends on the time of, of month it is. Uh, we always have a lot of um, dark beer that's, you know, in our cellar, fermenting or conditioning. Barrel aging. Um, but like, for example, we just we just burned through. I think I took two or three hoppy hop forward beers off the menu this morning. That kicked <laughs> over the weekend, so that's why it looks a little low. But yeah, come later this I week. Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't mind. <laughs> yeah, but come later this week, you might see some more come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we definitely don't release anything that I can think of that's seasonal. We don't really do that. Um, That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Moffat, the uh, Scottish export, I, even though it's a dark beer, it drinks so well in the in the summer months. Yeah, uh, and that's actually drinking perfect right now. It's 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 got some so some age on it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Definitely, that's definitely what I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. try. Yeah, that beer I, I just love, gets. I love those Scottish um, beers. They're just yep. easy drinking. You know, that's actually probably the best damn beer on the menu. It's so good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, tell us more. Yeah, tell us more. You know, I feel like Coffee Porter is always a good tap room yeah, beer. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> um, we, just, yeah, we just did a Dunkelweizen that's, that typically yeah. drinks pretty well um, as like a, you know, a yeah. last beer, finishing beer, For you sure. know, in a flight or something during sure. the summer. So, um, so completely convoluted, yeah. all over the place <laughs> answer. It's all good. Actually, with um, production, so do you have a canning line on site, or do you have someone come here and help you with that? Yeah, we, we work with Ironheart. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Like yeah, most, know them. Yeah. Yeah. They come in, set up, 6 a.m. or so. Um, we turn our entire hallway into a packaging line. And, uh, That's awesome. Yeah. That so all hands fun. on deck. It is all hands yeah. on deck. Yeah. I would been, love to watch that, because, I mean, it's it's that's just insane it is about. yeah it's a lot of equipment that comes in yeah. Yeah. very quickly it gets yeah. set up quickly everything gets tested yeah. um and then before you know it beer's coming out of it and yeah. the labels are going on cans yeah. and we're listening to metal so that's awesome. amazing at, at 6 so there's something, 45 in the morning hey man there's something about i feel like metal music and craft beer i don't know what it is but i feel like that's a combo that it's a thing it happens yeah i mean um uh, one of my old bosses is actually in a uh, metallica cover band called uh, masters of beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. it's awesome yeah cool so 
Medusa, downtown Hudson, you guys are pretty active in your community, I've seen on your, your social media. Was that always something that you guys wanted to do opening, or is that something that just evolved with the nature of a brewery? I think it evolved with the nature of running a good business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we were terrible at it during the build-out. Um, we missed a lot of steps in securing relationships that we now have and now find that I can't believe we made it without them especially relationships yep. at the town hall level, uh, the local business owner level, the associations that we can be evolved, involved in. Mainly, I think it was just because it was do or die, and yeah. you know we had to open. Uh, sure. But now that we've had more time to grow, develop the business, I've, I've learned that you know it's absolutely, there's no price you can put on the relationships you build with your local government and the local communities, and that includes you know, attending town hall meetings, um, working with other businesses to open, collaborating with the town on, you know, efforts to improve the infrastructure here or provide feedback for things, sit on panels, really just be involved. Um, and it's been incredibly helpful. That's uh, awesome. Just in us, you know, now that we, we're well known around here in the business community, the uh, resident community and the government community that it's just, if we need something, I know who to go to. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. So, backtrack a little bit. Do you know how Keith or the rest of the team comes up with the beers to brew here? Is it something that you guys get together and decide? Or he's been homebrewing for so long, he just has he just a plethora yeah. of recipes? Yeah. Or <laughs> well, yeah. When we first started, it was a lot of it was we've never done this before. <laughs> um, yeah. And we know what we can brew. Right. At home. Which, of course, once we got a handle on the system, we knew what we could brew here too. Yeah. Um, but sure. a lot of it was a lot of it um, is what does the market want? You know. Yeah. And totally. now that we've been running for over four years, it's a lot of it is playing to market somewhat. Um, but we're trying to play to our own market, which is why you Clearly. don't see yeah the menu a million IPAs. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said it for you. But we do plenty of IPAs. <laughs> I, I just. We, we're really trying to keep it diverse. Um, we're incredibly big fans of the Russian River model. Okay. If you go out to Santa Rosa, California, you can go to this, uh, I would say, equally sized tap room. Yeah, very small. Um, well, not that yours is small, but I mean... Yeah, like, yeah no, it's you know under 10,000 square yeah. feet. Um, you can sample anywhere between... I think you can actually order all their beer at once. That's awesome. Like get a, a <laughs> flight of like 20 beers yep. or something. Yeah, that's insane. It's a playground, you know, yeah. and, and they can... they. Uh, I don't know how they started off, but the way we're at, right, or where we are at now is we have a number of beers, 50% of the menu that we know is going to sell really well. Yeah. And so we keep expanding on that. The other 50% and, and, and building. Yeah, and the other 50% is what we want to drink. Yeah. 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 Um, we hear that a lot, too. You know, um, there's always those beers that are on tap, either are safe. Yep. But then there's always the other beers that this is what we really want to drink right now, yeah. so we're going to make it. The yeah. beers that pay the bills on the beers that... Yeah, and yeah. sometimes, like, we are a very small brewer, so we don't have some of the advantages that the bigger breweries have. Um, so we might get shorted on a hop order. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, we <laughs> might have malt that doesn't show up. We have almost no storage space here. So we can't just reach into the back of the dry storage <laughs> and grab the malt we need. So totally. you wind up with us, you know, making decisions on the fly. We got to keep the brewery going. So yeah, let, malt over here, let's make a dump right? beer yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have any wheat for it <laughs> for our Hefeweizen, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, a lot of it's just kind of playing off the cuff. Um, right. to it's a the, big puzzle almost. Yeah. It is, yeah. That's and cool. uh, Keith has done an incredibly good job at, you know, figuring that out and being able to react yeah. Um, to issues and 
you know, supply chain problems by in, in keeping the beer moving. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we'll come out with something because we're trying to deal with an issue or mm-hmm. fix a problem, yeah. you know, or fill a hole, whatever. We'll make a beer that we don't, you know, we just made it to made it, make it. Right. And right. it winds up being something that stays in the menu for a long time. That's really cool. You know? yeah. Same thing happens in restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about um, kind of the feel that Medusa has. Because uh, it is different than a lot of the breweries that we go to around the Commonwealth. Yeah. Um, you don't see the longer tables here. A um, little bit more of a bar feel. Was that something that you guys <clears throat> wanted to do because of your love of bars, you know, and wanting to own a bar? Yeah. Uh, the whole... The bar in the other room um, was designed, we actually put a lot of thought into it, like the ideal bar, like even down to the hand ra- of the, uh, the arm rail, the bar rail across the front, like what was the most comfortable Height. angle yeah. and curve yeah. to that. Because we love sitting at bars and enjoying a beer. Um, no TVs was a huge part of that. But we knew we wanted like a very warm feel, dim lighting. And then this room that we're sitting in kind of got handed to us, not for free, obviously, but (laughs) we had to rent the space to build the bathrooms big enough. So we had this giant empty area, and we're like, what are we going to do with this? And we had seen so much of that beer hall, you know, go up to the bar, kind of clutter behind someone, order a beer over someone's shoulders. Hope you can get a seat. Hope you can get a seat, (laughs) carry it back, you know split it up with your friends you wait at the table hold us down i'll go up to the bar and try to order seven beers (laughs) so we said why don't we do like why don't we run it like a restaurant let's do table service yeah and people are to this day are still like wait a minute i have a server down here yeah Yeah. Yeah. awesome so it's it's like a restaurant uh and we actually have been improving on that hospitality plan i think that not enough breweries focus on that Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of breweries you visit are sort of like you know, every man for himself yeah. or herself. Yeah. Yeah. We've, you know? al- we've almost accepted that as a beer, <laughs> like a beer drinker. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's so crazy that yeah. whenever someone comes here, we have people staffed literally to within one minute, you will have service, whether it's a yeah. slammed Saturday night or a quiet Monday That's afternoon. Awesome. Yeah. But we still have people like they put their stuff down and they automatically they go want, up to the yeah. bar. They're like, programmed. Don't yeah. even yeah. worry about it. Don't. They're, they're like, well, we're at a brewery. It's like, yeah, but you're at Medusa. We're gonna take <laughs> care of you. Things are different Amazing. here. So we're, we're, you we're, said Medusa. There you go. You're, yeah. You're, so we're, we're working is. on that. We're not restaurateurs. So we're not, you know, over the time we've worked with enough people from service industry to like mm. understand how that For whole sure. thing works. It's not as easy as it sounds. But so Keith, you're in charge of social media. Um, a lot of people use that wonderful app called Untapped. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, Keith, um, and, and your partners using that tool, or are you using it? Because um, sometimes it can be hard to... What are your feelings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you have to ignore the noise. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily for you, we went through your Untapped reviews. You got some pretty good ones. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, as a business, it's, it's definitely a useful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it kind of helped us understand things a little quicker than I think we normally would have. We, we more look at our own sales figures now. Uh, we understand our own systems better because we've been able to build them in-house better. You know, what the taproom's doing, what distro's doing, um, what the market's doing outside of that. Yep. But when we first started off, a lot of it was, you know, we brewed beer and we, we didn't know what to do Hopefully other than to so. check... <laughs> yeah, we look at what was going on on Untapped, yeah, and yeah. it definitely helped us identify issues in the field. Where when we were, it's harder to do now because we have so many accounts out there. Because we do distro quite a bit for what we are, um, but you know, recognizing when a bar 
you know, that received one beer and everybody keeps checking in as, oh, this beer is definitely bad. It turned, you know, it's super sour. It's like, that's our Hellas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So we call, the, that we call the bar and like, oh, shoot, someone put the wrong keg on that line. You know, so it allowed us to kind of do things yeah. like that you normally yeah. wouldn't expect or, you know, people might hate a beer that we love. Mm. And now we don't really care. if, As long as we know the beer is good to standards that, you know. Then it's just personal preference at that then point. Then it's just right. personal, yeah. yeah. But I, I really do believe that, um, you know, there are some value in it. There is some value in it. We, we have a certified venue or whatever you call it where we pay to have our beer listed. Yep. But it really has changed, I think, the beer drinker. A lot, and um, I'm actually starting to see it decline in our own tap room. Where I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's I'm kind of half and half, <laughs> kind of half and half on it. Where I don't like that it makes drinking a game. Yeah, you know, like getting a ton of badges, the badges, yeah. the ticks. Got to try them all. Um, <laughs> I think most of the users have been on for so long now. There's just not any more badges to get, or like yeah. getting a new badge doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I use it still, but I just. It's just kind of like a personal preference at like this a point. Journal. I don't really care. Right, it's like a journal. Yeah, yeah no, because people will ask me, you know, like, what did you have this week? And I'll look be like, well, it wasn't this week. It was last week. I had this beer. I don't remember the name mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah, I'll let me just double go, check. I'll yeah. just look at what my check-in, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it was this, and I got mm-hmm. it here. Yep. You yeah. know, go check it out. I it hate was... untapped, but I also hate everything, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no. Um, I, yeah, I just, it's, I agree. It's, it's. There's so much beer out there. It's real, and there's so much similar beer too. Yeah. Where yep. yeah. if you liked a certain brewery's Dampf beer a little bit more than the last one, yeah. <laughs> I also think uh, uh, there's a, a certain name appeal. I think that if you have a name that begins with T and ends with a house, um, <laughs> you're gonna get really good ratings. Yep. I, I, yeah. The, there. Yeah. So it's it's certainly. It's certainly given the consumer a way to track their beer, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's also like if people are using it to determine where they go, that's where I have yeah. a problem with it. Where, Definitely. Like, I don't think you're going to find a brewery on there that has, you know... A zero star rating. Uh, yeah, a, a less than two star right. rating yeah. with more than a thousand check-ins. Because like, yeah. you're, you're going to get your local, like, your local fans, no matter how good or bad the beer is, yeah. they're going to rate you high, just yeah. like Facebook and Yelp and all yeah. that. Of course, yeah, yeah. And I just, over time, I think it balances out and what we're left with are really good breweries. Most yeah. breweries are mm-hmm. pretty good compared to how it used to be. Yeah. Um, I just don't like how sometimes it like it will determine that, you know, if this brewery is not making beer that tastes like that brewery, mm. there's no way it could possibly get that rating yeah. because that rating structure, that five star, that fifth star is reserved for breweries making only this beer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about any particular ones. No, but no. But there seems to be like, like for example, we brewed a Czech Pilsner. And I'm not being a crybaby here, but it won the World Beer Cup gold medal, which is the highest level you can get in a beer um, or for beer awards. It's the highest award you can possibly get. And um, it's funny because that beer was always checked in as like a 2.8, 3.2. Because you're not in Europe or whatever, right? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's not hella hoppy. People are just like, meh, just a pills. Then it won, (laughs) and the ratings went way up. Now it was... Yeah, and you know, but it's funny because you'll still see like four stars, perfect pills. It's like, okay, so isn't it five? Yeah, right. And I just, right. that's where I'm just, that's where that whole. Yeah, the one to five rating. I... Yeah, and I just, I think Untapped 
doesn't have an identity in terms of is it an opinion system or is it a rating system? Right. Yeah. Because it can't be that because not everyone is, you know, a certified beer judge or whatever. Right. No, totally. Time's up. Stop me. No, no, I like no, that. No, I like no, me right there. no, 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 this is good. This is good. So Just if you look at it as an opinion system, it's great. Because yes. the breweries that are getting five stars across the board, that's what's popular. Yeah. That's yeah. what's driving the market or that's what to look for. But if you're looking at them and being like, this is how to make a five-star beer. You yeah. won't make it. It's, yeah. You won't right, make it. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's what I was trying to say. No. <laughs> uh, so I think... <laughs> I think that was great. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. I, we usually get like, uh, I don't look at it. So that was yeah. a good. That was a good I have one check-in. You have Ooh, one check-in? I think solid. so. Yeah. Probably. Nice. Where is it? I think know? it was here. <laughs> <laughs> I use it though. I do log in and I look That's at awesome. things and I try to keep our venue updated. Do you, yeah. like, do you respond? Yeah. Yes. We toast people. Um, Amazing. It's, it's gotten to the point where there's, I don't have, I have to have someone looking at it more closely to see issues. Mm. Yeah. Um, I know Keith goes through, and if we get like a really left field, like one star review, and there's actually like surprisingly text that goes around along with it, which there rarely is, um, yeah, that's very helpful. And if anyone's listening that uses Untapped, you know, if you do rate a beer poorly, it helps a lot to give feedback, like why, yeah. you know, why why, yeah. why was your opinion so low of that beer? Mm. And maybe someone will be like, well, because it tasted like paper. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, where did that get checked in? Yeah, right. Yeah. Where's you know? it from? Yeah. It will help your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. So, so, so like, we want to get to know you a little bit more. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes, we so, do. Yes, Damn we it. do. <laughs> uh, so, I'm guessing you drink at home. What's mm-hmm. in your refrigerator at home? Mostly Medusa. Okay. And it has nothing to. D- I love our beer. I'm just yeah. like I've gotten too lazy. And you don't have to, to pay for it, so that also helps. I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, he pays in other ways. It, yeah, I pay <laughs> in other ways. Um, it's weird. I, uh, I, I, I have been drinking mostly Medusa the last. I was That's thinking awesome. about this the other day. I'm like, it's been mostly Medusa. And before when we opened, I would take home a four pack or a growler here and there, but I was still buying everybody because I was so interested in what. Okay, I know what we do. Yeah. What's yeah. What everyone else doing? Mm-hmm. And now I'm just, we're, I feel like I don't really, it's not that I don't care. You just don't need to anymore. Just it's <laughs> just, we, I know, I, I'm more sure of what we are and who, yeah. what we're doing that yeah. now I'm like more concerned about, all right, I'm taking this beer home to drink it this weekend to see, you know, how it is. How does it compare to the last time we brewed it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and Keith can Do you take up. notes or are you just more mental? Just all mental. And uh, our beer has such a distinct profile to it to us because we've had it so much that nuances have really started to come out to me and it's, t- it's taken me a long time to get yeah. there um, I guess I've been open for almost four years now so that's enough time I feel like yeah and we've, yeah, well, we've done so many changes um, to how we do things here that um, you know it's it's taken a little while but I mean Keith is he's got an incredibly good palate uh, definitely far beyond what I what I have um, but I've been working on that and to the point where I like I'm I'm really just interested in the nuances and in our beer batch to batch it's not just bitter and that's not to say <laughs> it, yeah exactly it's not to say that I don't like seek out other beer I have um, one of my neighbors does a lot of work to get incredibly cool beer um, you know little you know 200 bottle runs from Lawson's that we like we had this other day and, nice um, so shout out to you Marty Marty uh, a beer trader I bet yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah so like Marty definitely scratches that itch to try other stuff for nice. me yep, um, yep. Marty Karate on Twitter. 
I think that's his that's name. an awesome name. Um, Love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I uh, and I, I just don't I don't actually don't drink as much as I, I used to. Um, I, I find it like it's it's good, but like if you space it out more, you tend to be more you tend to be a little bit more receptive to things. Um, I agree with that. But well, not just everything, but like on the beer, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Before you ask it, I have another question. I'm sorry. I know you're going to ask it. Do you have an opinion on beer alternatives such as <coughs> hard seltzers, hard seltzers, yeah. and stuff like that? We see a lot of breweries yeah. going in that trend. Yeah, I think um, if you have the the capacity to do it and the desire to get into that market, now's the time to mm-hmm. to do it. I know a, a couple that have just launched and they're crushing it. Yeah, Polar just did their. Yeah their uh, hard seltzer and I think that's it's just one of those things where it's it's I don't want to say flavor of the week but my thought on hard seltzer is it's going to be really it's popular be the of the summer. so popular for, sure. for a couple su- yeah a yeah. couple summers yeah. it's yeah. going to get more it's going to peak and then goodbye come back it's like those Mike Hard like I remember 1998 my parents crushing Ooh. those oh my then. gosh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. they went uh, away <laughs> exactly yeah then Zima. we have four year then we had four-year-old ones that I would try to steal when I was 16. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I, I was did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, I, I think there's, it'll. I, I think it will go eventually. It'll always, you know, do okay, but it'll have a big spike and then it'll come way down. Yeah. Where beer has just always been and always will be. It's yeah, just, for know, sure. People always ask, "Aren't you afraid of the cocktail thing?" And you know the, the hard stuff. Like, never going away. When was the last time you were at a hockey game, a football game, right. a concert, a party, and people were all cheersing red wine? And, you know, <laughs> Sounds like a classy party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Like yeah. go Bruins. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Hey, pass me that uh, that cab. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So beer is more of a. It's has always been. It's a part of human nature. For it's sure. been around so long that it's yep. like in our genes. I feel like. Yeah. Totally. So here's what is here's a question. What is your guilty pleasure beer? Depends. Um, there's two. All right. And they're they're seasonal. Okay. But they're very close. Um, early summer, without question, Dell's Shandy. Really? Narragansett? Yep. All right. And cool. those will be consumed in a volume that is so disgusting that <laughs> God, they give I, me such bad heartburn. So I have Well to- that's what happens. I get so sick of it so quick. Um, that it only lasts for about two weekends, and it has to be in front of a fire. No, this is the lemonade one, not the watermelon one that they came this, out oh with. Oh, yeah, no, the lemonade <laughs> one, yeah, the classic. <laughs> you didn't see he, he grimaced just, as I said that. Just making sure. And I can't drink them at night. It has to be during the day. Okay. It's a day-drinking um, beer. <laughs> yeah, post-lawn mowing, mowing or post-yard work beer. Yep. Uh, I shamefully will drink a 12-ounce in 12 seconds or less. Yeah, Amazing. Awesome. And then I sit down yeah, and have the second one it. and sip it. Um, you should have but, brought one so you could chug it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that that dies out quick, though. Um, yeah. I, I just I get sick of them real quick. I, they're really good, but um, well, for me, they are my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what's their second one? And the second one um, is uh, Corona with lime. With lime. Oh, yeah. I, I just go-to. I something about so it. So what about in the winter? You'll crush a Corona with lime no, in the winter. Never. So just like you'll nope. have craft and all. Summer. Thing. I don't think I touched anything other than craft beer. Cool. Um, until the summer, and the only reason why I've uh, Corona with lime, and then maybe a close second is it's better, but um, is uh, Modelo. A lot okay. of people, a lot of people say Modelo, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, a lot of especially yeah. just yeah, I have yeah. so many memories of like enjoying the sun and being with good people, and the only option was like a Corona, yeah, yeah, and the lime kind of like allows it, it to go a down better, a little easier, right? right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's just a 
I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm a little attached to it. That's like PBR for me, man. That's like I yeah. remember going. I've gone to so many shows, yeah. so many parties. PBR. Beer like, has that thing. Like same thing with the food. Like it brings back those memories. Whenever you have that beer, yeah. beer may be shit, but you you have it in such like a great environment. Yeah. It tastes amazing. And for some reason, yeah. our high school scene. <laughs> oh, high school, cool. Was <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just the kids I hung out with. It was always Corona Extra. Yeah. And so maybe that's why. That's yeah. Like it wasn't a, a Miller Light. Yeah. Bud Light. I don't know. Cool. Natty cool. Daddies. <laughs> there was some of those yeah. in Keystone. Unfortunately. For sure. So uh, you run the social media here. Yep. Uh, let our, our listeners know where you guys are online and then physically. Yeah, online we're medusabrewing.com, at Medusa Brewing for everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just at Medusa Brewing. Easy. Um, and we're located at 111 Main Street in Hudson, Massachusetts. Do you guys have extended hours for the summer or are you keeping your consistent hours that you have year-round? Consistent. Our hours are, are uh, Monday through Thursday, 3 p.m. to 10:30, and then fr- good hours, yeah. yeah, Friday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 11 to 11. Nice, wonderful. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I like open that you're open a little seven longer. Days a week. Right? Yeah, what, what? in that late night Sunday That's for the church crowds. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, Sunday we, we tend to wrap it up a little early. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, um, yeah. Just depends what's going on. Definitely. Uh, we it, it certainly makes sense for us to open on a Monday. They're super slow, but yeah. Um, you know, we've got a little full bar over there oh, and yeah, people yeah. hanging out. No, I was actually surprised at how busy yeah. you were. We've when come I came to breweries in. on Mondays that it's been like and bone it's dry. So yeah, dry. Exactly. Or they're just so not open. Right, or they're not open. Yeah, yeah. so a it was of, cool. Yeah. Your bar is full. It was right a now. tough decision, and I wish we could still stay closed on Monday because mm-hmm. it's a really good day to get things done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. It just didn't make any sense because people wanted us to be open. And yeah, but it's still sense. quiet enough where like you could probably get things done and other people can run the bar. We do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's we only need one or two yeah. on there, and people love the Monday afternoon thing because it's not it's crazy. Mondays, man. Yeah, yeah. Case of Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Gonna have that beer to get through it. Yep. <laughs> Eric, I know you're chomping. I've at been the itching bits. for it. Yeah. So, um, what are you most proud of? That's the, that could be anything. Do I have to think about question? Is, yeah. yeah, that is the oh, hard question. That's super easy. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. No, it's incredibly easy. That. I'm so proud <laughs> Seriously, of... Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just so proud of the team that we have here. Um, awesome. We've had a lot of different people on this team, mm-hmm. um, and I'm proud of all the people that have worked here, but uh, the team we have in place right now is incredible. Um, and that goes to my business partners, uh, the, the team in the brewery, and the team that works just tirelessly to keep this tap room, you know, churning. I mean, it's it gets insane in here. I can imagine on the weekends, and it's it's a lot. It's a hustle, and uh, we really appreciate that. You know, it, that that I, it's I couldn't do it myself. I would get Definitely so not. burnt yeah, out on it for sure. Um, but our team loves it. They love the company. They, you know, just recently we had some an issue with one of our beers and we were perplexed and we tried to, we were trying to figure it out and like everyone genuinely cared and wanted to figure it yeah, out even, great. you know, from top to bottom on the whole team. And, um, and I think that's, what's going to help us grow to that next level, sure. you know, decide like now that I know we have this team behind yeah. us, we can take the company, you know, a little further. So, yeah, it's awesome. We forgot to ask this question. Wait, what's this you one? said taking the company a little bit further, but, What's next for you guys, I oh, guess, yeah. in closing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's been some rumors online about... Yes, there has. <laughs> what, uh, we haven't... We've never spoken about anything, but we do have some uh, very ambitious plans um, that we haven't... Formalized? Uh, yeah, no, they're, everything's very <laughs> formal. We just haven't announced anything. Um, we're, we're still in the... Uh, how do you put this? The infancy? We're, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we, we've stay tuned for more. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for more. We, we've come to realize that, it, uh, you know, I don't like, we don't like to release information about anything yeah, unless it's all no, no there, pressure. but, uh, <laughs> we do plan on growing and being around for a long time and having our beer in more than just our tap room. That's awesome. So you're not here for a good time, you're here for a long time. Exactly. <laughs> Great song. Great song. Nice. Excellent. Uh, so we're going to go listen to some 90s hip-hop and oh, yeah. drink some beer here because it's yeah. blasting in the background. It I love is, it. And it's been great. And, uh, <laughs> Sully, thank you so much for taking some time thank out you. to do oh, this today. You guys are awesome. Thanks oh, for no coming problem. out to Medusa. Yeah, Anytime. No, we'll be back. We will. All right. Cheers. 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 What's up, everyone? Thank you. You've made it all the way through our Medusa episode. And that's quite an undertaking. Congrats. Actually, it's really not. Not really. That was a great episode yeah. to listen to. Shout out to Sully uh, for taking some time out of his very busy day because they're producing kick-ass beer. Seriously. To sit down and drink some beers with us, which doesn't sound so terrible when you say it like that. Like, he got to sit down and drink beer. With yeah. us. With us. Right? That's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we mentioned a couple awesome events coming up. So, November 21st. We are going to be at Olio and Peabody. Make sure you get your tickets at EssexCountyBrewing.com. Uh, there's going to—it's not just us. There's going to be 20 other craft beer uh, and food trucks there. Unlimited beer with your ticket purchase. Uh, so make sure you go there because it's going to be awesome. And we're doing a live podcast. Live podcast. Here we go. And I'm I, pumped. I'm so excited because we've never done one before. Um, whoop, whoop. And that type of activity really would not be possible without any of our listeners yeah no you guys are killing it you know you guys are rating you're uh reviewing you're subscribing it's a lot of fun we've been getting a lot of great feedback and a lot of dms too um, Slipping our dms yeah like our dm uh pool has been growing every week yeah so thank you guys i we really really appreciate it and spread the word too because podcasts grow because of word of mouth yeah word of mouth is really the key uh we can only do so much but you guys are going to get this content to everyone else and your friends and i know every week we announce our guest for the next week coming up but we're going to do something a little bit different and announce it on social media uh this coming monday so that doesn't mean that we don't know because we do trust me we are planning a big episode for you um but until next week Erica. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.